Steric Soothing Syrup is made from the finest ingredients, imported from all the corners of the empire and beyond. This secret formula can cure all ailments. Neurologia, sprains, sword chests, the boils, scrofula, and scurvy. Steric Soothing Syrup is the elixir for you. Local London Merchant, 1868. Hello, and I'm Andrew, and I want to welcome you to Visions of the Past, a podcast all about the lore of Assassin's Creed. This is episode 74, and today we're going to talk about what is known as Steric's Soothing Syrup. Wait, what? Steric's Soothing Syrup? Why are we talking about Steric's Soothing Syrup? Well, there are a few reasons. The biggest is that the Soothing Syrup has historical connotation, and second, Well, it gives me the opportunity to talk about my first impressions and my non-spoiler thoughts on the Wrath of the Druids DLC that released last week. Well, that'll come later. But first, the syrup. Interestingly enough, the syrup only has a passing reference in the novel Assassin's Creed Underworld, but it is prominent in Sequence 4 of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Throughout the game, we learn that the Grand Master of the British Rite of the Templar Order, Crawford Sterrick, ran a variety of businesses in 1868. One of them involved selling what was known as Sterrick's Soothing Syrup. This syrup was sold as a miracle cure that supposedly could cure anything and was suitable for all ages. In that year, Sterrick ordered Dr. John Elliotson to create the syrup. Dr. Elliotson a doctor obsessed with the concept of mesmerism to the point that he resigned from the University College Hospital in London in 1838 when the hospital committee prevented its practice within the hospital. He then tried to salvage his work by incorporating it with phrenology. Phrenology is a pseudoscience which involves the measurements of bumps on the skull to predict mental traits. Sooner or later, He was so consumed by his studies that he could no longer function as a normal doctor. And this is when Crawford Sterrick picked him up from his desperation and offered him a job. That job was to create Sterrick's Soothing Syrup. The syrup immediately took London by storm and was selling fast. However, some of the side effects included rendering its users completely weak and unable to think straight, putting the citizens of London in a dormant state. Dr. Elliotson then put this syrup to further use by having it used in Lambeth Asylum, where he worked. This allowed him to render the patients completely weak and subservient, which allowed him to perform his shady experiments and operations on them. The big picture? This allowed him to still seem like a proper doctor while furthering his obsession with phrenology. During the same year, the well-known biologist Charles Darwin also the person who started the theory of evolution, started noticing that something wasn't right with the people of London, specifically those who took Sterrick's soothing syrup. He then went to investigate the factory by himself. There he bumped into Jacob Fry, a member of the Assassin's Brotherhood at the time. Together, they investigated the factory. There, they found that the soothing syrup was nothing more than a concoction made up of Datura stradmonium which is commonly known as Devil's Snare, 
a hallucinogen, and it also included opium. Simply put, what they used within the soothing syrup put people in a docile state, thinking that their ailments were cured. To stop this, Charles and Jacob blew up the factory, causing them to stop production. Of course, it wasn't enough, because Sterrett could always start up a new factory and resume production. Jacob knew he had to stop the person engineering the syrup. So, through a mutual acquaintance between Jacob and Charles, he learned of the man behind this, Dr. John Elliotson. For this information, he then made his way to Lambeth Asylum. There he found that Dr. Elliotson was in the middle of an operation called a trepanation. He was demonstrating this in front of an audience of a few fellow doctors. Needless to say, he was trying to convince them of the validity of his pseudoscience. For those unaware, uh, trepanation is the procedure where the doctor drills a small hole in the skull of the patient in order to release some built-up pressure beneath the surface of the skull. Fortunately for London, Jacob was there to stop the doctor from reintroducing medical procedures that most at the time felt were outdated and from producing harmful mind-numbing medication. Killing Dr. Elliotson and thus ending the supply of soothing syrup meant cutting off an entire sector of business from the Grand Master of the Templar Order. Before we move on to my thoughts on the Wrath of the Druids, there is something about steric soothing syrup I want to point out, and that's, believe it or not, there were different variations of soothing syrups that used to exist in the Victorian era. Here's one, for example. Miss Winslow's Soothing Syrup. This soothing syrup was sold as a medication to calm babies, especially ones who were teething or simply cried a lot. When they were crying, the syrup easily put them to sleep. And then, when they were having diarrhea, the syrup seemed to cure it. It worked so well to make everything seem cured, because whoever took the syrup just stopped feeling whatever pain or ailments they had. Miss Winslow's Soothing Syrup was widely sold in the UK and North America, and it was the perfect miracle cure. Adults tried it and started liking it too, because guess what? Miss Winslow's Soothing Syrup was just a facade for selling morphine, or at least syrup that was packed with morphine. Just one teaspoon of it was able to put crying babies to sleep, but they never woke up again. And the ability to cure diarrhea simply made babies constipate. And as we would expect, many people who took the medicine died of overdose. In 1911, the American Medical Association gave Miss Winslow's soothing syrup the nickname Baby Killer. However, it took a long time for the production of the syrup to be fully seized. It stayed on the market for over 80 years, until around 1930. I bring this up because it's interesting to me how sometimes small things within Assassin's Creed are based on things with huge historical significance. Because of items like Miss Winslow's soothing syrup that Steric's soothing syrup represents, laws and organizations were created to protect the public from people who didn't care what their products did. Organizations like the FDA in the United States and the Shirley Amendment in 1912 that outlawed fake medical claims that were used to trick buyers into purchasing. And seeing it within Assassin's Creed shows that even in a story about freedom and tyranny, history is important. Now, let's move on to my current thoughts on The Wrath of the Druids. To be frank, it feels like the main game. 
I won't get into spoilers here about the story, but it feels like another main arc. But this one doesn't feel like filler, like some of the story arcs did. It feels important to Eivor's life. There are a few characters that you meet early in the story that I have to give a quick shout out to. Thorstein made me laugh. Kind of reminds me a bit of Yusuf. Hopefully, he returns in some form. And Kara, she reminds me a lot of Anne Bonny, and I'm all for that. Ireland itself is a beautiful location, and I'm excited to explore what's left. The new trading system is a bit odd. It's a mix of repetitive missions, go kill this guy or go find that jewelry to get resources to level up your trading posts. Though you can get more of those resources from raiding, and the shops where you can spend your trade goods for armor and cosmetic items like tattoos. It's an interesting system. I just wish there was a bit more depth to it, like the trading and crafting system that Assassin's Creed 3 had. So far, I'm pretty pleased with it, especially now that I know for a fact that the children of Danu are laid out like the Order of Ancients, and the story takes place after the main story of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, starting in 879. But what are your thoughts on the smaller things within Assassin's Creed, like Steric Soothing Syrup? And have you played Wrath of the Druid yet? Did you enjoy your time with it? Let me know on Twitter over at visions underscore AC. Thank you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. If you love stories about Assassin's Creed lore, please subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. If you have any questions about Assassin's Creed or topics that you'd like me to cover, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at visions underscore AC. And you can find those links in the show notes below. Until next time, my assassin friends, make sure to follow the creed. And to those Templars listening, may the Father of Understanding guide you.